the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday early evening here on August 21st, here to break down and preview the Monday games, nine-game schedule in the MLB. We'll break it down for you as usual. And joining me here to break it down on the MLB Gambling Podcast, the two up-and-coming prospects turning into superstars of the show first it's my main man on the east coast dylan rockford dylan how you feeling buddy i'm doing well i just realized i sent you the wrong play on my lock of the day it was actually plus a half not minus a half and we got there but uh oh you got good i i I pulled the malcolm it's all good (laughs) uh Two, three minutes in, we're already taking a shot. Oh, two minutes in officially. Cash <laughs> hey, under he's, on. He's living life, at Malcolm Let, right let him enjoy this Sunday. <laughs> I can't believe they tied. That was amazing. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But you guys heard the voice also joining us from the Great Lakes area. It's Noah Beanick. Noah, what's going on, buddy? Uh, nothing much. Just sending out the link into the Discord. Jump into the Discord. Also, uh, get involved because yes, uh, we threw in the ad for the college experience. Not planned, but I am like running social for them. We were putting out a ton of videos over the, the weekend, and I continue to plan on doing that. And I keep getting better with each video I make. So, like, the goal is that when I have more time, we'll obviously put out like easily the lock and dog uh, part of the podcast for us. Those, those will be little mini videos, and then, um, you know, maybe like if there's a funny moment, like Malcolm says something funny or we have great analysis, throw that on there. But I want to I want to add this. I love the decorative uh, desk for Dylan right now. Just the, the missing Brutus makes that thing that much more attractive. <laughs> it's always don't, a different don't, don't setup make for Dylan. Back. <laughs> um, speaking of Malcolm, uh, he texted in our little group chat this morning saying that he was headed to the Manchester City and uh, Newcastle game. And I messaged him around, around, let's say 11, no, it was before that, maybe 10.30 Eastern time asking him, hey, what's the bet for the Newcastle and Manchester City game? And he says... I don't know if he said made or not, but he said, I'm about four pints in, so my uh, decision-making may be impaired. And then follows that text message by saying, we're going to win, meaning Newcastle is going to win three to nil. They got pretty close. Well, listen, they did get pretty close. They were up three to one, uh, and then they let Man City back in the game. But uh, they actually got they got a point. They got a result from the game. They, they got a point off of the best team in the EPL. Um, but it looks like that was one hell of a game to be at. Dylan, I know you're also a EPL fan as well. Did you catch any of that game? 
No, I didn't catch any of it. I was getting updates while it was going on, and every time Newcastle came back and tied it, I go, Malcolm's happy over there. So <laughs> put a smile on my face. I would love to see him get a win against Manchester City, but hey, ties nothing to be ashamed of. Oh yeah, especially yeah, like I said, against the best team in the EPL. But that was uh that was one hell of a match to be at. So I hope he had a great time. I'm sure he did because uh, I know Noah, you were following him on social, going <laughs> back and forth with our with our guy Johnny. Uh, I, I I might have to do a wellness check with him tomorrow morning uh, with Malcolm. But uh, I know you had some tweets about Malcolm coming home from the game with uh, against with Man City and New, uh, Newcastle there. Yeah, I, I retweeted it and saying we should have framed one of his responses to Johnny. It was like him being bubbly in one, and then the other one was like he's sweating and felt like he was playing the game himself. So, yeah, he, he had a ton of fun out there. So I, I, I give it to him. Uh, it is probably a very nice day for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I said, nine games scheduled in the MLB on Monday. I think we've been having a pretty good week, guys. Um, you know, as far as handicapping games and, and putting our picks out. So yeah, that uh, was a very good week. Yeah, it's it's been a good week. So hopefully we can carry that momentum into this next uh week, starting off on Monday. Like I said, nine game schedule. So, gentlemen, let's just dive right into the first game on the board. Uh, let's see here. It's gonna be an early afternoon game. I believe this might be a makeup game, uh, but it's gonna be the Chicago White Sox who had their game postponed on Sunday while they were in Cleveland because of weather. So they make the trip over to Kansas City. It's going to be a 2-10 Eastern start. Chicago White Sox are going to trot out there. Michael Michael Kopech, uh for the White Sox, and Daniel Lynch is on the mound for the Kansas City Royals. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Chicago White Sox are a road favorite of minus 145, plus 125 on the money line for the Kansas City Royals. Over under set at eight and a half with juice towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half plus 110 for the Chicago White Sox and plus one and a half minus 130 for the Kansas City Royals. Dylan, I will throw this one over to you, my man. What do you got for this game? White Sox and the Royals. Yeah, nothing I really like too much in the game. Probably won't have any action, but for the show, I do like the White Sox. Probably minus 145 is probably the limit I'd go on them. But uh, the Royals, they've lost four of their last five. They're not a good team at home, 29-34, so not really backable. And I, I think I've said this a bunch on the pod, but the White Sox are just a really good team on the road. So they're only two and a half out of the of uh, the division lead, so they're still fighting. Uh, I think they are the better hitting team than the Royals right now, and I think they could get to Lynch, so I'd take the White Sox here on the money line. I do lean over as well. Yeah, Michael Kopech, um, over his last five games, at least, is one in three, but he does have a 2.93 ERA in that span. Did face the Royals earlier uh, in this month, actually on the 1st of August, where he did go seven innings, only allowed two earned runs in that game, but didn't get much run support in that game. So I think that I think that momentum is going to continue here for this White Sox team. I know pretty much they had a day off on Sunday, so uh, they'll head to Kansas City, uh, get in there early. Uh, so travel's not much of an issue for the uh, Chicago White Sox. I agree with you. I do like the uh, the Chicago White Sox in this game as well. You know, we talked about the White Sox twins and the Guardians are going to be teams that we want to bet on if they're obviously if they're not facing each other because again they're fighting for that division in the AL Central. Uh, but Noah, what do you have for this game? Yeah, I mean, Lynch is not one of those guys that I like feel very confident in backing, especially being a lefty against the White Sox lineup. That's like the easy cop-out answer. But when this White Sox lineup is rolling, like they have started to here in the last week or so, um, I feel like 
them plus Kopech on the mound. Kopech doesn't get a ton of run support, but I think I have to be on the White Sox in this game. Yep, I agree with that as well. Uh, all right, guys, next game on the schedule. It's going to be a 7.05 Eastern start. It's going to be the Atlanta Braves headed to Pittsburgh. Take on those Pirates. Jake Odorizzi on the mound for the Atlanta Braves. And uh looks like Contreras is going to be on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Looking at the line for this game, I am currently seeing the Atlanta Braves are a minus 180 favorite on the road, plus 155 on the money line for the Pittsburgh Pirates over under set at eight and a half with juice towards the over at minus 120 run line minus one and a half minus 110 for the Braves and plus one and a half minus 110 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, this game, I will kick it over to you, Noah. What do you got for this game? Yeah, so the Braves, they're rolling right now. They're 11 and one in their last 12 games, uh, not counting the Sunday game, of course. But um, you guys, you guys smell that? It's It smells like a little bit of an odor. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I hate to make jokes, but the Discord channel, they love fading this guy. And that is Jake Odorizzi. He has a 556 ERA in his last six games. And, I mean, for Pittsburgh, it, like it was whether they were going to go Ronzi Contreras on full rest or fully adapt that six man rotation. They're giving Contreras all the leash he can right now, just kind of to grow him a little bit as a major league pitcher. He's done really well in the minors as a prospect in the majors though, three and three, four Oh two ERA 53 strikeouts, 26 walks in 56 innings pitched. He's gotten destroyed in his last two home starts by Boston and Milwaukee. He's a talented prospect. Like I said, but all in all, I think this line is juiced out on the Braves. I think, I mean, with the way that they've been playing right now, there's not much of a value here going up against Pittsburgh. First home game uh, in the series for the Pirates. Braves travel from Atlanta. It's not like a huge travel spot, but, I mean, I'm just trying to find reasons to back the Pirates here and because that's the only play that I really advise. I would not jump on the Braves at this price. So Pittsburgh money line seems like a value play. I don't know if it's like an actual bet, but that's just me in my head telling myself it's just not the price that I want to get down on the Braves right now. Yeah, minus 180 price on the on especially with Joe, Jake Odorizzi starting. I'm not sure I want to get behind that. Um, one play I probably do like in this game is probably going to be the Braves team total in this game. You know, you talk about Contreras and his struggles so far this season. I mean, over his last five games, two and two with a 5.32 ERA. They have lost three out of his last four games, have the Pittsburgh Pirates when Contreras does start. Um, and they've all been by at least two or more runs uh, in those games as well. But uh, he did face the Atlanta Braves earlier this year. Uh, he went four and two thirds, allowed eight hits, gave up three earned runs, four runs overall, seven strikeouts. He did have in that game, but um, they were able to get the Braves are actually able to get to uh, Contreras in that game. But Dylan, what do you got for this game? Yeah, I, I actually like the Braves to keep it rolling here. Uh, I'm going to take them on the run line. They're minus 110. They're probably one of the hottest teams right now. Uh, Noah mentioned they won nine of their last 10. Pittsburgh Pirates, they've won uh, only three of their last seven. So, uh, And the the Braves have the Pirates number this season. They've swept them in that four-game series, and they covered the run line in every game. I also want to fade Contreras a little here. He's been awful at home this season, and the Braves already smacked him around once. I actually like that the Braves lost today, so it makes him even more backable tomorrow. So give me the Braves on the run line here. All right, so the run line for uh dylan in this game minus one and a half with the braves uh next game on the board gentlemen it's going to be the cincinnati reds uh headed to philly to take on the phillies 
It's going to be Luis Sisa on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds. He actually gets a start here. Uh, they're going to try him in the rotation from what I was reading uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. Noah Syndergaard takes the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Philadelphia Phillies are a minus 230 favorite, plus 195 on the money line for the Cincinnati Reds. Over-under set at 9 with juice towards the under at minus 120. Run line minus 1.5, minus 115 for the Philadelphia Phillies, and plus 1.5, minus 105 for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, I'll start with Cecil here. You know, he was coming out of the bullpen for them, and they're going to try him out in the rotation here uh, for the Reds. And, you know, not much to really go off of off of starters numbers. Um, On the road, he does have a 3.43 ERA. Um, but I couldn't really differentiate or bring anything to the table with uh, Luis. Do you know start here? Do you know but, if this is like an attack as an opener, or is he actually legit starting? This he's game? actually going to be a legitimate starter because what actually yeah. I was reading on his notes that they're going to let him go for maybe you know three, four, five innings here and see see kind of how he does. And it seems like, like it's how, they're kind of testing how he's going to you know uh, be in this rotation. It, it might be another opportunity for him to you know stay in that rotation for the Cincinnati Reds. So it'll be interesting to see how he kind of comes out, um, you know, in this game. You know, he's had, um, let's see, he's had scoreless outings. He hasn't allowed a run over his last seven innings or seven appearances out of the bullpen for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, and let me get to Noah Syndergaard here. Seven and eight on the season, 3.95 ERA. Um, last five games, he has two and one with a 4.23 ERA. At home, five and two with a 3.32 ERA. He did face this uh, Cincinnati Reds team back on Monday uh, where he did go seven innings and he only allowed three earned runs to the uh, Cincinnati Reds. The Phillies did go on to win that game four to three, but it's really a trust factor for me for um, Noah Syndergaard. Like, can I really trust him to be a minus 230 favorite? I don't think I can. So there may be some value here on the Cincinnati Reds, uh, especially at that plus one and a half price. Because the last three games that Noah Syndergaard has actually started, the Phillies have they've won them, but they've been exactly by all by one run uh, in this in those games at least. But I'll go with the Cincinnati Reds on the run line here, plus one and a half, minus one hundred five for this game between the Reds and the Phillies. Um, Dylan, what do you got for this game between the Reds and the Phillies? Yeah, Munoff, I really like the over. I actually got my total at eight. I'm seeing nines now. I still like mm-hmm. the over. I made my total 9.4. We got seven-mile-an-hour okay. winds blowing out to left center, so that's going to help us. Both teams have gone over this number three of their last five. Only four, only fourth game for Syndergaard for the Phillies, and he's allowed two or more runs in all three games. So uh, I'm actually glad. I didn't know. I thought it was going to be a bullpen game for the Reds, so I'm actually glad that he's, they're going to let him go a little bit because mm-hmm. I think both pitchers will give up a few few amount of runs. So, uh, And I don't trust the bullpen for either team. Uh, so I, I like the over. I'm confident with that, even at nine. No. Um. The bullpen for the Reds is ranked 30th out of 30 MLB teams. Uh, it's tough for me to back a team that's starting Sessa where easily, like, I could see him getting into some trouble. He's a normal reliever, doesn't go too long. I'm nervous that they give him a quick pull and then they go to this bullpen. So I, I, I do not want to get down on the Reds. But what I will tell you is if you don't want to play the team, Go ahead and try to sprinkle something on like a Senzel stolen bag because Syndergaard is the guy that um, when he's on the mound, you want to be taking a stolen base route. Yeah, 
Oh, I'm on mute. Am I not? No, I'm not. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, and I know Insano has really been able, uh, pointing this out. He's in the chat again, saying that yeah. anytime Syndergaard's on the mound, and we've talked about that in the um, in the Discord server as well in the MLB channel, that we're always trying to attack, you know, strikeout props. Sorry, uh, stolen base props with the uh, opposition, their opposing team, when Syndergaard is on the mound. So um, I do like that look uh, for. Uh, for the Reds uh, stolen base props, if they're able to get on base here. So that's a good look there, guys. Good information there. Uh, all right, before we get over to the next game, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is a perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Also, WinBet just released their first quarterback with five touchdowns prop bets. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Claim your free bet today. Offers up to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. It's that time of year where NFL is around the corner. College uh, football starts next week. So I'm sure these books are offering great uh, sign-up bonuses and um, you know promo codes. So OddsRate is a good place to go check it out from all the major sports books. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all the games you're betting on plus your betting activity. So all you have to do is go to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. That's OddsTrader.com com slash blue wire odds trader the number one site for all your game day bets real quickly shout out to cosmo in the chat uh he goes fellas i've been listening to the show for a while now and i want to thank you all for the information you provide uh thanks for the support cosmo love to love to hear it yeah i appreciate it appreciate all of our listeners um you know we wouldn't be able to do this without the you know the support and feedback that we did do get from our listeners and our fans. So also we sincerely appreciate every one of you. Did we Malcolm a, hit a season long win total today? Was that some topic of discussion in discord today? I'm uh, not sure. I haven't been in the discord. I, I thought I saw something come up, but my, uh, my discord app's been acting up this weekend. So all I, I know, I, all I know is the Orioles are the first team to catch their win total over. Yeah. Did he have them? I, I thought I heard somebody he talk about did. it. All right. Um, I, I, can, I can try to look it up. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Next game on the board is going to be probably the series to start the week. It's going to be the Subway Series between the New York Mets and the New York Yankees. Um, on the mound, it's going to be Mad Max, Max Scherzer for the uh, New York Mets. Domingo Herman takes the mound for the New York Yankees. Looking at the lines for this game, the Mets are a minus 170 road favorite in Yankee Stadium. Home puppies for the New York Yankees, plus 145. Over-under set at 7.5, but juice towards the under at minus 120. Run line, minus 1.5, even money for the New York Mets, and plus 1.5, minus 120 for the New York Yankees. Dylan, I will go straight to you for this Subway Series. 
Yeah, Munaf, I wasn't really expecting the Mets to open this big of a favorite, but I, I can't touch him at minus 170. I'd like him to be a minus 140 or below, but I'll attack the total. Give me the under 7.5. I made my line 7.3, so we, we know what, what Scherzer's been doing. But Domingo Herman, he's pitched pretty well, and he's already faced the Mets in his second outing. He only gave up two runs. He pitched well on the road. It's going to be a rainy, windy night over here on the East Coast. And we also have nine-mile-an-hour winds blowing in. The game might actually get canceled. It's supposed to rain all day. So be on be on the watch for that. But with two good pitchers on the mound and the Yankees struggling to score runs, they're 2-7 and seven and 1 toward the under in their last 10 games. I feel like this, uh, this series just screams under. So I'm going to go under 7.5. Yeah, Mad Max had an incredible start uh, back on July 27th when these two teams matched up um, uh, in City Field. Seven shutout innings for Mad Max. Uh, only allowed five hits to have six strikeouts in that game. Um, so, you know, obviously they're not in the same division or in the same uh, league, but I guess there is some familiarity. And like you mentioned, the Yankees, I know they got the victory today, but um you know they've been they've been struggling to say the least i think that everybody knows that especially their bats have been struggling a little bit as well and you know like you know dylan said make sure to check the weather might might get postponed here uh just because they're expecting rain all day but i have to side with you i, I do like the under in this game i would probably entertain taking the uh run line for the mets as well i just don't trust the yankees right now and you know it seems like the mets bats have been you know starting to pick it up again i know that there was a a little stretch there where they cooled off, but I think they got it going against the Phillies again. But, Noah, what do you got for this game between the Mets and the Yankees? Yeah, hopefully they do play because I think it's the tale of two uh, teams that are just opposite in the scale of success right now. You look at the Mets over the series this weekend, they have five uh, five runs a game. The Yankees just over one run a game on average. Um, and then you look at the the pitching staffs. The Yankees in the series giving up almost six runs a game. The Mets just about two and a half runs a game. So just by what is going on over there in the Bronx, it's not a team that, you know, you want to be backing against the top three team in the MLB. And you know what? When we drop our power rankings tomorrow, how far how far do you guys think you want to drop the Yankees? I mean, the way that they've been playing uh... – <sighs> I mean, it, it's it, again, it's it's debatable, right? Like, do we think that, and are they a top team, top ten team this season? Yeah, have they been lately? No, just because no. of the way they've been playing, the bats have been going. But you know, there are teams that are playing better than them right now, and when this team is at full health with pitchers and their hitters, yeah. um, I mean, they obviously they are a top ten team. But again, you know, it, it's an interesting debate, especially the way that they have been playing here, Noah. Yeah. It's it's not based on record. They have the fifth best record now. They have four. There's four teams that have passed them over the past week. Sure. So easily, I mean, they're not better than those four teams right now in my eyes. So they're easily fifth and probably moving down a little bit, uh, just by the fact that uh, the Phillies have been very good lately and they're high up there. Cardinals really well. So they're probably seventh, like just off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can I can agree with that for sure. Um, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be the Los Angeles Angels headed down to Tampa to take on the race. Currently seeing uh, Davidson is going to take the mound. Tucker yeah. Davidson is going to take the mound for the Los Angeles Angels on the mound for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. 
is going to be Jeffrey Springs looking at the lines for this game. I'm currently seeing the Tampa Bay Rays are minus 180 home favorite, plus 155 on the money line for the Angels over under set at seven, with juice towards the over at minus 120. Uh, run line minus one and a half, plus 120 for the Rays, and plus one and a half, minus 140. For the Tampa Bay Rays, I will shoot this one over to you, Noah. Angels and Rays. Yeah, so the Rays, I mean, they're 6-2 and two in their last eight games. L.A. travels down from Detroit to Tampa or St. Petersburg, whatever you want to call it. Uh, pitching for the Angels is their acquisition from Atlanta for Rizel Iglesias, Tucker Davidson. He has struggled in the majors in his career over the past three seasons. He has a 5.55 career ERA in 10 starts with a 6.75 ERA in 2022 against relatively hot and cold offenses. Like I don't, I don't qualify Milwaukee as like a great offense, and he's a he's a guy that got blown up by them. So bumping for Tampa Bay is Jeffrey Springs, five and three on the year, 2.52 ERA, 95 strikeouts, 19 walks, and 89.1 innings pitched. He has a 180 ERA in his last three starts, spanning at least five innings in each. So Tampa Bay, they've won three straight series, and I don't see them dropping this first game against the Angels here at the Trop. So my favorite play is the over seven runs on both these pitchers. I'm not too confident in either one. Um, And then... I think Tampa Bay wins the game. Also, I did do a little bit of research. Uh, Baltimore is at 62 wins. They're 62 and 58. Malcolm gave out a lock of 62 and a half over. So he just needs one more win. Uh, And they play tonight on Sunday Night Baseball. Let's see if they can get it. There we go. Dylan, uh, what do you got for this game between the Angels and the Rays? Sorry, I was pumped up. Canna hit a three-run shot to tie at seven-seven. So there you go. We're doing we're doing good. But uh, yeah, I'm on the same side as Noah here. I like the over seven. Uh, I made my line seven point nine. Both teams are struggling, but. I do think we see some runs in this one. Two of the three games they played earlier in the season have skied over this number. I'm also not a big believer in Tucker Davison as well. Uh, he just he hasn't had the best start with his new team. He just isn't a good pitcher in general, in my opinion. He uh, he usually pitches a good game and then he follows it up with a stinker. So I think this this game's going to be a stinker. Now with Jeffrey Springs, he he hasn't pitched at home in over a month, and his last two starts at home, he's given up three runs or more. So I think both pitchers are susceptible to give up some runs here so i think this is just a tad low so i'm gonna go over seven here yeah jeffrey springs did face the angels earlier this season um and he gave up three earned runs and four innings pitched to the la angels i'm sorry um and and with the angels you know you have mike trout back you got david fletcher back so that top of the uh order is 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 back in full form here and i'm just kind of waiting for this angels offense to kind of regress positively i know they haven't been they've been struggling you know picking up runs and things like that but when you get guys like david fletcher back and you have mike trout back as well uh well obviously with otani there as well uh i think that this team is is a team that can you know sooner or later is going to be able to start putting up runs and i agree with you guys i thought this number seven was a little conservative especially the way davidson's pitching especially the way that jeffrey springs has gone over his last couple games where he is you know like little susceptible to giving up runs so I think seven. I think this number will probably close at seven and a half. So I do like the over seven in this game. Um, but I can't just I can't get behind a minus what was it minus one eighty for the Rays uh, in this game, uh, despite how bad the Angels are, um, you know, this season. Uh, all right. Next, I, I do have something that I want to add too. It's uh, so. Do you think the value is best right now with the early line or tomorrow 
where possibly Otani gets ruled out, that total might go lower. Yeah, I, was, I think I would grab it. Today's now. game due to stomach uh, stomach bug in the fourth inning. Sorry. Yeah, I would probably grab it now. Then, if you're gonna, you know, bet on this total, you th- you think that the line I think is it taking stays. Yeah, I don't think it'll. I mean, I don't think it would affect it okay. by half a run on the total. All right. Yeah. Thought All right. Good uh, yeah. Uh, next game on the schedule is going to be the Texas Rangers and the Minnesota Twins, seven ten Eastern start. Uh, Cole Reagan's on the mound for the Texas Rangers and Sonny Gray on the mound for the Minnesota Twins. Looking at the lines for this game, currently seeing a $2 favorite for the Minnesota Twins, plus 170 on the money line for the Texas Rangers. Over under set at 8.5 with juice towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus 1.5, even money for the Minnesota Twins, and plus 1.5, minus 120 for the Texas Rangers. Um, Looking at these two pitchers, I'll start with the Texas Rangers starter, Cole Reagans here. Um, 0-2 on the season, 5.02 ERA, eight walks, seven strikeouts, and 14 and one-thirds innings pitched. He's allowed eight earned runs. He's gotten in trouble on the road. It's only been one start, but it was against the Houston Astros where he did allow five earned runs and four and one-thirds innings pitched. Uh, last week, he did face the Oakland A's where he gave up three earned runs and five innings as well. Um, he did have a great solid outing in his first start against the Chicago White Sox, but I believe that was a, a time where they had guys that were out of the lineup uh, for the Chicago White Sox, and they were struggling at that time. But um, again, this guy, he, he's you know he, he'll give up the runs, and you're going up against a Minnesota Twins Twins team that are desperate for wins right now. And looking at Sonny Gray, he's been pretty solid for the Minnesota Twins over his last uh, God, I don't even know how many outings. Um, his last five starts 3 and 0 with a 1.69 ERA. I know they have lost three out of his last five starts. The bullpen has came in and kind of blown it up for the um Minnesota Twins, but I like what I see out of Sonny Gray, especially at home where he has a 3 and 1 record with a 3.08 ERA. Um looking at the splits for left-handed pitching or the WRC numbers for Minnesota, they are middle of the pack at number 14 uh, against left-handed pitching at home, but I think there's a spot where, again, the Twins are in that AL Central race. You're going up against, you know, the Texas Rangers coming off a win here. Um, give me, give me the Minnesota Twins in this game. I'd like it on the run line. I also do like their team total over in this game as well. Uh, but Dylan, what do you got for this game between the Rangers and the Minnesota Twins? Yeah, I'm on the same side. I took the Twins minus one and a half. I was able to get a plus one twenty-five. I jumped on that. Even at uh, even money, I still like any sort of plus price. I think is a good play with the Twins on the run line. They've won uh, four of the last five games, and they I think they've done it with their pitching, shutting the Royals, uh, shutting the Royals out for two games in a row. Now, now the Twins they they have Sonny Gray going, and, and I think he's going to be really able to limit the Rangers. Besides their one game against the A's a few days back, the the Rangers have only scored four more runs once this past week. So Gray hasn't allowed a run at home in the month of August. I think we have a little revenge game here for um, him since the Rangers were able to beat the Twins at their place yeah. last time they faced. So I like that spot. I, I like the team total as well. Give me the Twins here, minus one and a half. Yeah, I misspoke. Uh, these two teams actually played this weekend series, and now they have another game yeah. here. Uh, on Monday, uh, yeah, and Rangers right now are currently up five nothing in the top of the ninth against the Twins. So it looks like a good bounce back spot for the uh, uh, for the sorry the Minnesota Twins here. Noah, do you have anything else for this game? Yeah, that was going to be my only analysis to add. Is you know they're losing today here on Sunday. This is a spot where, like you mentioned, in the AL Central race, you cannot lose 
you cannot lose three games to the Rangers. You have to win this game, and Sonny Gray is kind of your ace, even though he's not really like a staff ace everywhere else. But, I mean, with your number one guy on the mound, you have to beat a, a bottom-tier team in the conference or in the league. You have to do it. Yeah. All right, before we get over to the next game on the schedule, let me tell you guys about the newest sponsor on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's going to be Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. SGPN has teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in and reserve your spot. The winner of the Survivor Contest gets $500 in cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and I use it for mine. They just passed 4 million users, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First in any sport, pick two or more players that you like and pick their over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. With NFL season, Right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and we can play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can ride in, or I can uh, see and copy my friend's picks with a tap of a button and it's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group as well on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, you can only get that by going to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, gentlemen, final three games of the Monday schedule. Let's get right into it. We have the St. Louis Cardinals headed to the Windy City to take on the Chicago Cubs. It's going to be a 8.05 Eastern start. Jordan Montgomery takes a mound for the St. Louis Cardinals, and it'll be Drew Smiley, left-handed pitcher for the Chicago Cubs. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Cardinals as a minus-155 favorite. Plus 135 on the money line for the Chicago Cubs. No uh, total yet. Obviously, we know Wrigley Field, they wait for that uh, wind direction before they post a total. But, uh, Dylan, I will kick this one over to you. Jordan Montgomery, who's been red hot for the Cardinals, goes to the wind seat to take on the Cubs. Yeah, I can't fade him right now. I know I talked a lot of shit about him, but now he actually has been pitching pretty well since coming to St. Louis. Uh, like you said, just money lines out right now, but it should be a nice night in Chicago. Light wind blowing in, so keep that in mind. But both clubs playing really good ball right now. Both teams 8-2 and two in their last 10. The Cardinals are just beating teams up, and the Cubs, they're grinding out a lot of close games, so they're doing it with their pitching and defense. But in the last five games between the two, the Cardinals have won four of the five, and three of the four were covered by the run line. So I I do see where the run line comes into play. I want to see where the number comes out, but if we can get a short number, maybe like 
I don't know, maybe a minus 110 or plus money. I think I'd take the Cardinals on the run line. But for for the show, I'll take the money line right now for the Cardinals. All right. Noah, what do you got for this game? Cardinals are the number one team against left-handed pitching when it comes to OPS. They have a 810 OPS. And, I mean, the story right now surrounding the Cardinals – Albert Pujols has hit like seven tanks in his last five games. Like <laughs> yeah. this is getting like the machine moon off. Like we've never tweeted out the machine more than we have in the last three days. I don't know if it's you going eight and oh, seven and one in the past three days, or if it's Albert Pujols hitting a tank, but I mean, the it's like all time stock rising for the machine right now. Like good days are ahead. And Although I am a little bit nervous. This is a huge travel spot. They're going from Arizona to Chicago here. I mean, the bats should still play, right? I mean, and then Montgomery, he's like the first Cardinals pitcher uh, since, like, I don't I don't even know what the stat is. But in his first three starts with this team, he's given up one total run. It's crazy. So uh, Montgomery, left-handed pitcher against Chicago Cubs. Cubs, they do strike out they tend to strike out more against left-hand pitching than right. I don't know. I'll have to see that number because Montgomery is pitching really well. It's probably going to be the highest number he has lately. So I'll be, I'll be weary to see a K prop tomorrow for Montgomery, but that's kind of like the only play that I would be comfortable in giving in this game. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you about the travel spot here, but um, I mean, we've, we talked about it all this week and we've seen examples of it this week where St. Louis has just been raking against left-handed pitching and Drew Smiley at home this season. He's one in three with a, uh, he does have a respectable ERA at home uh, with 3.25. But again, is this a spot to fade Montgomery? I don't think so because even, you know, you look at the WRC uh, plus numbers over the last two weeks against left-handed pitching Chicago's at number 16, which is right at league average. But I just feel like this Cardinals team is hot right now. They have their guys healthy. They're hitting the ball well. And we talked about it, the number one team in the last two weeks with weighted runs created plus against left-handed pitching. And, and you know, I think that's a trend that I'm going to continue to ride here. Give me, you know, I do like the run line here, like Dylan mentioned as well. We'll probably wait for that number. If it is at a plus number, I will be on the Cardinals run line in this game. But at minus 155, uh, I also do like the money line here for the Cardinals. Again, I, I just – I really feel confident about their bats uh, coming into the Windy City. And if this wind is blowing out, um, you know, that's only going to help their cause as well uh, in this game. I think the best thing for Montgomery was getting traded. Yeah. And he's found a good spot here yeah. with the Cardinals, right? Like he doesn't have to go out there to be the ace of this team, but even though in the first three starts with the Cardinals, he's looking like he is the ace of this roster. I mean, yeah. just a uh, pitching rotation right now where he's only allowed one earned run in about 17 innings pitch. So, uh, yeah, it's exciting to see that you know they were able to pick up two left-handed pitchers at that trade deadline for this Cardinals team. They're well equipped to possibly make a run in that National League uh, for the World Series. Yeah, and you don't have Yankees fans breathing down your neck every start with your yeah. you've given up your normal like this guy. He normally gives up like three, four runs an outing at the at St. Louis. That's acceptable. Like they're not gonna right. get on you and start booing you after like a five, six, six run average good outing uh, like the Yankees fans would. So, I mean, he yeah. probably just feels really comfortable over there with the Cardinals. I don't blame him. It's probably mm-hmm. a great spot, and this might be the trade. I talked about it during the trade deadline podcast and a couple of podcasts after. That might be the trade of the deadline, kind of like last year's Braves trades that could you know, do some damage in the postseason. Yeah, I agree with you, Noah. Um, two games left, gentlemen. Let's get over to the 940 Eastern start between the Miami Marlins 
headed to Oakland to take on the A's. Currently seeing Pablo Lopez going to take the mound for the Oakland, uh, sorry, for the Miami Marlins. And uh, Adam Aller looks like he's going to be on the mound for the Oakland A's. Looking at the lines for this game, um, I, I, sorry, I got to correct myself here. Edward Cabrera is what I am seeing for the Miami Marlins. Is that what you guys see? Yeah, yeah I was about to uh, say. I, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't get Edward. I, I saw... Lopez an, an hour ago. Hold on, I'll refresh my page. Yeah, I see a listed picture of uh, Edward Cabrera at the book I'm looking at for the lines. Um, yeah, I see Edward Cabrera as well. I, That's who I, I have. I have Lopez on MLB.com. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, let, let's go with Edward uh, Edward Cabrera here because that's what's a listed right. picture here is. But I'll read off the lines here. Minus 145 for the Miami Marlins, plus 125 for the Oakland A's. Uh, Over-under set at 7 with juice towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus 1.5, plus 125 for the Miami Marlins, and plus 1.5, minus 145 for the Oakland A's. No, I know you probably handicapped um, uh, Pablo Lopez in the spot. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and uh, take this game. Yeah, Uh, the MLB's second-worst offense in in runs per game, Oakland. Uh, They miss Sandy Alcantara, who actually is getting lit up by the Dodgers right now. Sorry about giving that one out as a dog. It's 6-2 in the fourth uh, Dodgers. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, they miss Sandy Alcantara, the Athletics do. But, I mean, the beginning of this Marlins rotation is nasty. And Edward Cabrera, maybe he starts. Maybe it's Pablo Lopez. Both guys are legit arms. Cabrera, he's a top prospect that they have a lot of hope for over there in Miami. Um, dude has nasty sinker, nasty slider combination there. Um, good for, good news for the athletics though, is that this Marlins lineup is fourth worst in runs per game in the MLB. So, uh, they're also without their closer, Anthony Bender, Garrett Cooper, Avisel Garcia, uh, Jazz Chisholm, Jorge Soler. They're all on the IR. So, uh, with either Pablo Lopez or Edward Cabrera, uh, Cabrera, he's three and one on the year. He has 30.1 innings pitched, 36 strikeouts, 16 walks, 178 ERA. Um, he's coming off the IL if he makes the start. He was out for only like a week, I believe. Uh, seven strikeouts, six strikeouts, eight strikeouts in his last three games. Those were against San Diego, Philly, and the Cubs. Um, and if you get Pablo Lopez here, he's 7-8 and eight with a 390 ERA, 131 strikeouts this year, 40 walks in 134 innings pitched since mid-July. He's been on this good start, bad start, good start streak. Um, it's time for a good start, and he's getting a favorable matchup in the Oakland Athletics, who are throwing Adam Aller. He's 2-5, and five, 663 ERA, 35 strikeouts, 28 walks in 54.1 innings pitched. At home, he has an ERA of 859, but in his last two starts, both of them were on the road, but he has a 260 ERA against the Astros and Rangers. Uh, Rangers average good lineup. Astros pretty good lineup, but they've been slumping here lately. Uh, I think the Marlins win this game, but I think it's a great spot for the under with either Cabrera Lopez against Aller, who has had two good outings in a row. Dylan, what do you got for this game? Yeah, uh, I know the total is low, but I'm on the same side. I I took the under. I made my total 6.6 for Edward Cabrera. I still like the under if Pablo Lopez is going. Uh, Edward Cabrera is just another pitcher where he hasn't allowed a run in the month of August. He's only had one bad start, and that was against the uh, Astros. Now he gets the A's, who are 28th in the league against righties. Marlins are another team that don't score a lot of runs either, so I just feel like this game screams under. So I know it's low, but give me the under. Yeah, 
the question for me really became is do I trust Marlins offense to put up enough runs up against Adam Aller to push this number over the total? I I, I think that they could possibly get four, maybe five, but do I again do I trust the A's to get anything against Cabrera because he's been absolutely lights out. Um you know, since he's been starting for the Miami Marlins, I mean, three and one on the season, one point seven eight ERA, thirty six strikeouts. I mean, Noah said the numbers there. Even on the road, uh, he's had four appearances where he's two and one with a two point two one ERA, and he hasn't given up a run over his last three starts where he's given or he's gone at least uh, about fifteen innings for the Miami Marlins, and they all have been low scoring games, one to two, three zero, and four to three. So. Do we think this number comes down to six and a half? I'm not sure, but at seven, again, I agree with you guys uh, that I think that the the Edward, sorry Edward Cabrera can really limit this offense for the uh, Oakland A's, who surprisingly have been putting up some runs against the Seattle Mariners pitching uh, in their weekend series here against the Mariners. So, um, yeah, I love the under in this game, and I still do like this price of 145, uh, minus 145 for the Miami Marlins in this game. I, I can confirm, too, they are running with a six-man rotation. So, technically, he is on an extra day of rest if it is Edward Cabrera. Pablo on full rest, but Cabrera is good to go. I think Pablo could probably use a day off because he's just been probably. really I mean, extra time off because he's really been struggling for the Miami Marlins. Um, that, that's for sure. Uh, last game of the night, gentlemen. We have the Milwaukee Brewers headed to L.A. to take on the Dodgers. This game is going to be a, let me confirm the time, a 10-10 Eastern start. Left-handed pitching matchup here. Eric, Eric Lauer on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers. Julio Urias on the mound for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm seeing the Dodgers a north of a minus 225 favorite, plus 190 on the money line for the Brewers. Over-under set at 8 with juice towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half, minus one ten. Both sorry, both ways on the juice and plus one and a half, minus one ten for the Milwaukee Brewers. I was very intrigued to look at this matchup, and and when I was looking at Eric Lowry, he's surprisingly done very well over this last five games, but also historically against this Dodgers team. Um, the last five games, he is two and two with three point three eight ERA, eleven earned runs given up in twenty nine and one thirds innings pitch. His last start was against the Dodgers last week where he got, he went seven innings only allowed to earn runs to the uh, Dodgers uh, in that game. He did allow three walks in that game, uh, but the uh, Dodgers won that game two to one in that start. Uh, and then Julio Urias on the mound for the, um, for the Dodgers. He's been, Doing Julio Arias things, 13 and 6 on the season, 2.40 ERA, 123 strikeouts, 26 walks. Last five games, he's a perfect 5 and 0 with a .87 ERA, only allowed three earned runs and 31 innings pitched. Last start was against his Brewers team, five shutout innings, rates uh, hit, sorry, gave up four hits and had six strikeouts in that game. I really like the under in this game uh, between these two teams at eight. Uh, I think that number is a hair too high. I think that number is probably going to close around seven and a half, in my opinion. Um, and if you take a look at the WRC plus numbers versus left-handed pitching for both of these teams, Milwaukee Brewers are, let's see here, um, they're number 24 and the Dodgers are number 25. So not much success for both of these squads uh, against left-handed pitching, which kind of led me to the um, to the under eight in this game between the Brewers and the Dodgers. 
Uh, Dylan, what do you got for this game between the Brewers and the Dodgers? Yeah, slight lean to the under. I set my total at 7.8, but this is my lock of the day. I'm going to take the Dodgers on the run line, minus one and a half at minus 110. Uh, I love the pitching matchup for the Dodgers in this one. Urias, he, he's just faced the team last week. He gave them five scoreless innings, like you said. Dodgers won for nothing. His last two starts at home, terrific 13 innings, just one run given up, and the Dodgers covered the run line in both of those games. The Dodgers have won 11 straight games Urias has started for them, and out of those 11 games, they've covered 10 of them on the run line, so... Honestly, that we see today, they're, they're, uh, the bats have woke up against Alcantara, a Cy Young candidate. So I think the Dodgers blitz them here at home. The the Brewers aren't a great road team, uh, road team either. So I love the Dodgers big tomorrow. So give me them on the run line. All right. Oh, what do you got for this game? Yeah, I'm going to try not to repeat anything that you guys have said, but we were talking offline about this game, and it's one that just checks boxes. You, you look at this thing and – Let's start off with trends with the Dodgers. 8-0 in their last eight games at home, about to be 9. 16-3 in their last 19 games. Then you have the Milwaukee Brewers, who are not historically this season great on the road. They have a huge travel spot from, uh, where are they at again? Chicago. Chicago. Chicago to Los Angeles here. And they are terrible against left-handed pitching. They're bottom five team in OPS. They have the most strikeouts per game against left-handed pitching. Julio Urias, he only went five. I expect him to go deeper this game against the Brewers. And the last time that Lauer faced the Dodgers, their OPS dropped 30 points. That doesn't normally happen, let alone against one of the best offenses in the league. Give me the Dodgers on a huge bounce-back spot. Revenge spot because they lost the last game of the series against the Brewers last week. With the whole COVID scheduling, it, it is still fresh in their minds. I love, love, love the spot. Love all the trends. We all mentioned I'm I'm going Dodgers run line as well. I'm not going to leak my lock like Dylan, but we'll get to that in about a minute and a half here. Yeah, Julio Arias dating back to last season against the Brewers. Three starts, a perfect 3-0 and with a .98 ERA, 23 strikeouts and three appearances against the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, so I think one thing that if your book does offer this is the first five um, – team total under for the Brewers just because again you mentioned the numbers are against left-handed pitching for the Milwaukee Brewers and how just great Yuli Urias has been historically against his Brewers team and again he did have a start last week on Monday against his Brewers team where he shut him out over five innings so maybe a first five innings team total under for the Milwaukee Brewers or even a four and a, a full game if you get a three and a half on that number uh, for the Brewers tomorrow I really do like that under as well all right gentlemen before we get into our lock and dog let me tell you guys about Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for the for them. Expert coffee tasted uh, expert tasted coffee. Trade's coffee team actually tests test Thousands of coffees that keep 450 different kind live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee for anyone, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from, from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. Small businesses who pay farmers fair prices have sustainably sourced the greatest beans around the world. Whether your friend calls you a coffee snob or you just know it, when it comes to coffee taste, it's really perfect. 
trades coffee, real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend to you. Because the, the truth is what I like and what you may like are going to be completely different. And there's, that's why they have a variety of coffees, which is delivered straight to you fresh, and there are no gimmicks. So how do you get this trade coffee? All you got to do right now is go to drinktrade.com and use promo code SGP. And what's going to happen is that uh, trade coffee is going to give you $30 off your first order plus free shipping. But like I said, you're only going to get that if you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP to get that $30 off and free shipping last but not least let me tell you guys about dave what is dave dave is a banking app that helps lend you up to 500 dollars instantly with extra cash we've all been in binds whether it's you know filling up the gas tank with the gas prices these days buying a wedding present for a family or friend uh, or just simply catching up on bills or even having those medical bills that you need to catch up on or tackling expenses that you've been really stressing out about there's no interest and no credit card check needed. Millions of millions of people have already downloaded Dave uh, to get the financial relief that they do need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from the future you. So all you got to do is download the Dave app from the App Store or Google Play Store. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. The future you will thank you. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our lock and dog for this Monday schedule. Uh, Dylan, you tipped your hand already for your lock, uh, but uh, I'm going to give you the floor first here, my man. Lock and dog for the Monday schedule. What do you got? Yeah, lock, like I said, Dodgers on the run line. Bad travel spot here for the Brewers. Urias, he's great. Uh, the Brewers are bad against left-handed pitchers, and I just think this is a good spot. Urias is going to blitz them. Uh, for the for my dog, I'm going to not a lot of dogs that I gave out on today's show, but give me the Twins here on the run line. They're playing good baseball, and, and I think like Noah said, with their ace, Sonny Gray, on the mound, they have to beat this team. They have to beat the Rangers, so I'm I'm going to take a chance. I'll take the Twins on the run line here, plus money. All right. So lock for Dylan. Dodgers run line, minus one and a half, minus 110. And his dog is going to be the Minnesota Twins, uh, minus one and a half on the run line as well. Noah, what do you got for us? Lock and dog, bud. Well, it's a nine-game slate. Not very appealing. I think it's also pretty chalky. Um, Dylan just – Took notes right off my damn page. Lock and dog, both the same. I have the minus one and a half on the Dodgers, minus one and a half on the Twins. Both spots, check all the boxes. If you need to listen to it, go back. Rewind it about five minutes for the Dodgers one and probably like ten and a half minutes for the Twins analysis because they are both like just very, very juicy spots. Love both of them. Moon off, let's just go over to you. Yeah, um, for my lock, I'm gonna say in that Dodgers game as well, but I'm gonna take the under in that game. I, I really like, you know, the way we talked about the pitchers 
and how they've struggled against left or uh, sorry uh, the pitchers how they're left-handed pitchers but also how both of these teams have struggled against uh left-handed pitching and julio rias just has the numbers uh, against his brewers team so you know a bonus bet in this in, uh, for this brewers and dodgers game if you want to take a look at the team total under for the brewers but i like the full game under eight um in this game between the brewers and the dodgers as my lock for my dog um you guys mentioned it's it's a really chalky board even the run lines are not offering much value um so make sure to check the graphic for our lock and dog but um it, when that cardinals line does come out if they are a a, a um a dog price on that run line of minus one and a half. That's what I do like. But again, I'm going to dig a little more into this uh, in the slate a little bit more. And and then, you know, again, like I said, check the graphic for the lock and dog uh, when it comes out. But as for the show, if, 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 if it is going to be a dog price, I do like the Cardinals, but there was nothing really else that I really did like on a dog price. Um, maybe the White Sox minus one and a half at, at, at plus money, but I really do like the Cardinals tomorrow to come into uh, Chicago and take care of business against another left-handed pitcher. How about uh, the Mets minus one and a half? Yeah, I, I, that was, I was looking at that as well, but I, I know you mentioned the weather there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if it does get canceled, that was another one that I was looking at. But it's a very, very small puppy uh, at plus 105 on that. But yeah, I do like yeah. Mad Max against this Yankees team. We like small All dogs. right, we're gentlemen. So, sorry. Well, sorry, what did you say, Noah? My Wi-Fi is terrible. I said we like small dogs. We both went one plus 110. No, but I mean, like, we just went through the games, and there's, like, not a lot of dogs on no. the uh, schedule. Uh, sorry, I, I ain't a chalk boy either. Out. Yeah, we, we're going to be chalky tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that Cardinals uh, run line <laughs> provides some value tomorrow. Hey, Pirates against Odorizzi. That might, that might be an okay dog. Mm, I, don't I don't know. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's we don't want to force it. We don't have to force odor. it. It's the poopy pirates, like I said months ago. It, it just smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's gonna do it for this edition of the mlb gambling podcast um we will be back like i said on uh tuesday for the schedule in mlb so we'll be there live on youtube as usual around monday afternoon so if you haven't already subscribed to the youtube channel uh, of the mlb gambling podcast just do so you'll get an alert as soon as we um uh, go live uh, but no, anything else before we get out of here? I see you pointing out a lot of things, man. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to find the logo, but there. We yeah, go. right there. You have it. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, no, not not much to add. Uh, a lot of joking around, but it was a nine nine game slate, so a lot of a bit of a little bit of filler in there. Um, just a little league classic if they ever play it. Hopefully the rain goes away. So uh, let's do that. Is Hawaii playing tonight? Uh, no, it's just uh, the pro teams. So uh, they got okay. Boston and Baltimore out there. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're talking about the Little League World Series. <laughs> um, no, it's called they, the Little where, League Classic. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when does Little League start up again? Tomorrow, Monday. Monday? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I actually, Hawaii does play Monday. Uh, so. All right. All right. And well, next kid, Lancaster, Lancaster is full. He's rest, pitching. So I don't know if all he's right. pitching. They don't release that stuff, but he is ready to go. All right, perfect. I thought, I thought yeah, we'll connect there. offline about it. They're, they're coming uh, off a combined no hitter, so this team is just really good. <laughs> Dylan, anything else, my man? Oh no, I can't compete with the little league content. <laughs> <laughs> I can't compete with that. That's great stuff. stuff. <laughs> stuff. 
yeah, yeah that, that's uh, true degen stuff i mean like they, if they offer a run line on that just take the run line they just mercy the team by 10 that's the most you can beat a team so <laughs> yeah all right guys uh good luck with your bets on the monday schedule Again, like, subscribe, leave us a rating and review. Shout out to everybody in uh, the YouTube chat joining us on this Sunday it's afternoon. Yeah, it's popping today on a Sunday afternoon. So I appreciate everybody. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.